The trend of comparing and ranking physicians by economic efficiency and quality has reached a critical level for physicians. While there are numerous problems with black box rankings and erroneous and inequitable measurements, is this just something we physicians once again have to endure as part of an evolving process? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. Joining me today is Dr. Nancy Nielsen, the new president of the American Medical Association. Dr. Nielsen, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Dr. Haskell. Well, it seems like everybody's throwing their hats into the ring on physicians' rankings, from Angie's List to Zagat's to even major insurance companies. Do these rankings actually play any role in actually reforming healthcare? Oh, not at all. <laughs> so what are they doing? It's just craziness. Well, it's speaking to the public's concern about a lack of information on which to base their health care choices, and that's a legitimate concern. The problem is when you have either just popularity contests or someone who may be either a disgruntled patient or maybe not even your patient at all can go onto a website and post something I'm not sure how meaningful that would be. One of the producers here at the station Googled me, and they came upon one of these sites, and they said, hey, Dr. Kaskill, um, <laughs> I just read that one of your patients came in and thought you were a, a neurotic doctor in a bad mood and just ordered a bunch of tests and dismissed the patient. And I was dumbfounded because, you know, some of that may be right, but... I couldn't do anything about it. So I was thinking, do I go onto this website and post as a patient and say, oh, no, Dr. Kaskill's the greatest? Well, you could. That would have about as much validity as the other posting, probably. The difficulty is exactly what you describe. If a patient comes in and has an expectation, for example, has seen a direct-to-consumer ad, it comes in demanding a particular drug and you think as their physician it's not in their best interest, they're not going to be happy. Right. If I say no and don't give the customer what they want, they may leave dissatisfied. That's right. And we know that as physicians that now we are in the service industry that really we have to really make efforts at kowtowing to the patient or the customer who can never be wrong. Well, you know, I prefer to think of it a little bit differently. I think we've always been in the service industry and we came to medicine to serve, but the service has to be based on the patient's best interest, not just what people demand. So I think from that standpoint, you're correct. Where is even any of this information coming from, from Zagat's or Angie's List or Craigslist? Is it coming from only the patient or are insurance companies kind of behind the doors sending this information out there? I don't think this kind of movement is coming from the insurers because they do their own rankings, which they publish because they want patients to be steered toward the people they want them to go see, either because they have different co-pays or they're not even allowed to go without an enormous financial investment. But what you're talking about is what consumers, somebody I'm sure very well-meaning, started and thought, you know, why should I just get information from my sister-in-law mm -hmm. about who's a good doctor? Let's put our collective wisdom together. That's how it started. Well, it's very rare that I get to have a conversation with the president of the AMA. So I have you on the phone, and I had someone who has perhaps slandered my reputation online. What can I do about it? I'm talking to the president of the AMA. Can you correct it for me, please? <laughs> Well, I wish I had that ability. I wish I could control the, what goes on the Internet, but I'm afraid I can't. 
I think you might have somebody else go on the Internet and post an alternative opinion. You see, they really don't have any validity. And these, frankly, speak to those who are either very satisfied with you or very dissatisfied with you. Right. In the service industry, if you have a happy client or customer, they may tell one or two people, and an unhappy customer tells 14. Well, that's right. And health insurers, frankly, have a better way of assessing patient satisfaction. There are some very well-tried patient satisfaction tools that are sent out to random numbers of one's patients, and then the insurance company can collate them. The interesting thing is they don't discriminate very much among physicians because luckily most patients are very happy with their doctor. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. My guest today is Dr. Nancy Nielsen, the president of the American Medical Association. And we're talking about the latest rage, which is ranking physicians on very different websites. Dr. Nielsen, is there any consumer education that's going on actually warning the consumer that these websites really lack quality, they lack consistency, and the ranking systems are quite arbitrary? I'm not sure that there are any warnings. We haven't been defensive about that. We think consumers are smart enough to know that the rating of a restaurant is different from rating the kind of health care that you're receiving. And frankly, most people haven't paid a lot of attention to this. But the other part of it is a really important part, and that is that consumers do want to know more about what kind of doctor, from a quality standpoint, their doctor is, particularly if they're going to choose a new doctor. And we think that is what is behind a lot of this. Does the AMA have an alternative system that would be a better way of ranking physicians? Well, we think, first of all, it's important for doctors to try to provide good service to their patients, and we would encourage our members to do their own patient satisfaction surveys. So if there are problems in their office, let's say the person who answers the phone is a dragon lady, which you hear periodically. I'll bet the doctor doesn't know that unless somebody takes the time to tell him or her. So there are things that really need to be attended to by our physicians. But it's a little hard to counter anonymous postings on the website. Most people know that they're not really worth much. Will the AMA ever do any sort of endorsing? As, or have any of these sites come to the AMA and said, will you endorse our site? They have not, and we would not. Okay. So the AMA is not obviously developing a rating system? No. We're thinking of developing a rating system and rating insurers, though. We think that might be fair. You know, there's a company out there, Athena Health, that rates them. Indeed, and they just came out with rankings Right, and I think Cigna turned out pretty good in terms of paying. They did. I think Aetna came out first, but uh, and I hold no brief for any right, of them, by the right. way. So they are ranking them. Uh, they are kind of turning the tables a little bit and making the insurance companies more accountable, at least in terms of paying the doctor on time and what they should get paid. That's true. It's not necessarily ranking them how good they are at taking care of patients. Well, that's right. And again, I think we really need to get back to trying to figure out how insurers and doctors and patients can all work together rather than pointing fingers. That would be the brand new day we're hoping for. All right. So what is the first step? What would be the baby step to get to that utopian vision? The utopian vision would be stop publishing rankings. 
give doctors the information they need if they have patients who are not getting services that they need. Give them the names, help them, both the insurer and the doctor reach out to the patient, and let's get what's needed for the patient. Do you think the rankings of physicians is going to get worse before it gets better? Is it going to continue as it is? Is it going to morph, evolve? What do you foresee? I think that the rankings will slow down because, frankly, as far as we can tell, the software that has been used to rank physicians on cost is fraught with difficulties. You may know that the Massachusetts Medical Society is suing the group in Massachusetts that is attempting to rank and tier them because the data are flawed. So if a physician's listening to this show and isn't even aware of this, how can they find out their own ranking? Do they just Google themselves? Well, I suspect that most physicians who have been ranked know it full well and are very concerned about what that might mean. What we've seen when the rankings were based on cost alone, as they appeared to be in several geographic areas in the country, physicians rose up, as did consumers, because it created confusion and chaos. And that's not in anybody's best interest. Dr. Nielsen, does the AMA favor doctor rankings, or is it diametrically opposed to it? Well, let's put it this way. Doctors are not rising up demanding doctor rankings because they've been flawed, frankly. On the other hand, we are interested in making sure our patients get meaningful, credible information. So no, we're not out there cheerleading for this. But if it's going to be done, it needs to be done correctly. And we need to participate in understanding how that's done. Can you tell me a little bit about this new thing that AMA has, which is called the Charter? Well, it's actually not an AMA initiative. It's an initiative that was started by consumers and employers. And it started as an outgrowth of Attorney General Cuomo's settlements with insurers demanding that physician rankings be done the right way. What then happened is employers and consumers took that, incorporated those principles into what they called the patient charter, and rolled that out nationwide. That is a voluntary program that is encouraging employers to say to an insurer, if I'm going to choose you to provide services to my patients, you have to follow these principles. And the AMA is in favor of that. What are the principles or what are the components that the AMA feels are important, fair, and accurate? that rankings be done primarily on quality, that never can it be just on cost. It must be primarily on quality, and then if there are additional rankings on cost, that can be presented transparently to patients so they can make their own decisions. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the transparency of how the methods are used, how are the costs attributed. Third is the ability of physicians to correct data that may be in error. An example of that would be if a patient had something done when they were with another insurer, the current insurer might not know about that, and that might change the rating. And finally, that there is an independent oversight monitor that's going to assure, without any profit motive, that the principles are adhered to. I guess the last question is, besides ranking and besides tiering of physicians, what other issues are you going to attack first in your first 100 days in office? 
Well, it's a really good time, Larry, because with the political situation the way it is, the new president and the new Congress clearly have got to deal with two things, the rising number of uninsured and rising cost of health insurance. And so those are major issues for our AMA. All right. Well, Nancy Nielsen, the new president of the AMA, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks very much. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157. To comment or to listen to our full library of on-demand podcasts, please visit our website at reachmd.com. Once there, if you register with the promo code RADIO, we'll give you six months free of streaming ReachMD for home or for work. You can also reach us by phone now with your comments and suggestions, calling 888-MD-XM-157. That's 888-MD-XM-157. And thank you for listening.